Community Cats podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Community Cats podcast. I'm your host, Stacey LeBaron. I've been involved helping homeless cats for over 20 years with the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. The goal of this podcast is to expose you to amazing people who are improving the lives of cats. I hope these interviews will help you learn how you can turn your passion for cats into action. Today, we're speaking with Julia Gross. Julia earned the nickname Cat Hustler through her intrinsic ability to pair adoptable cats and their humans through strategic copywriting and social media. She's developed her skills into a teachable set of practices, providing them to shelters, rescues, and the public across the country as Cat Hustler, a nonprofit organization. Her methods have impacted thousands of rescuers' approaches to marketing cats, resulting in incalculable lives being saved and soulmates being brought together. As Cat Hustler, she also hosts community building events and symposiums like Academy that empower rescuers to expand their value to the homeless cat population. Julia, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to jump in and chat today about the Academy, but first and foremost, I'd like to share a Happy New Year's Eve to you, and I hope you'll have a fun time however you may celebrate New Year's Eve. Happy New Year to you too. So Julia, how did you become a cat lover, a cat influencer? How did you become the cat hustler? It is not an interesting story. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a story that a lot of us share, your listeners and buddy who's really involved in cat welfare and rescue. Uh, I had a cat who was everything to me and I lost her. And I think that's how a lot of us get started. It's in honor of the cats that we've lost, the companionship, the love. It's the only real way to make them live forever, and that's through service. I've met so many people that have said, you know, the reason I'm here, the reason I'm doing what I do is because of a loss. And in addition, I've also met quite a few people who have become involved because of a cat that's come into their lives. So I think we have a hard time understanding what the spark is that brings us into this community. But the reality is that we're all here and we're all in it together. And we've all been working very, very hard through 2019 to make a difference. And now we're trending into 2020. Much of the things that I focus on are looking forward to the new year and learning new things, trying to find out what are the new best practices, what are people doing around the country, which is why I do this show. And you provide a big educational program in the Washington, D.C. area called the Academy. Can you share a little bit about that with us? The Academy is uh, <laughs> its the latest incarnation of my insatiable drive to make sense of loss. For a lot of us, the whole it'll never be filled. So what I'm doing with the Academy and all these social events that I throw is tightening the weave of the social network and bringing more of us together to get FaceTime, meet people that'll help us with transport, the transfer cats, who just save more lives in general. One of the things that's very important to me is bringing different kinds of cat rescuers into awareness about TNR because uh, the TNR sector of cat rescue is kind of cloistered. There is overlap, but to a lot of shelter rescuers and volunteers, they have no idea what TNR is. So that's a big component of it. So FaceTime, TNR, various programs and things that rescuers and volunteers can do without dealing with the red tape of shelter bureaucracy. Things that people can do on their own to make a difference. The Academy teaches that and uh, provides a lot of social opportunities to network and make memories with people who understand you the way that no one else does. 
That's fascinating that you're trying to serve the folks that are more like volunteers for the organization, not necessarily the leadership in the organization. So it's education and learning from the ground up. Some of the topics that I see are around those issues that you have posted, you know, what it's like to be out on the street with trap, neuter, return, or fear-free, or we're talking about declawed cats. Based on what I've seen, it looks like you have probably 20 different presentations. Can you share with me some of the folks that will be speaking and what the topics might be? Uh, my last count was 26, and we're still adding a couple because I don't feel like we've covered TNR quite enough. We have Michelle Hoffman from Milo Sanctuary, who's going to be talking about rebranding special needs cats because this is something that a lot of us talk about in our presentations. Special needs is overstated. Just because a cat is a cyclops or a tripod does not mean it's going to need long-term care, as special needs would imply. So she wants to help volunteers and fosters rebrand their scratch-and-dent cats (laughs) to help get them into homes faster. And again, this is all about the the boots-on-the-ground cat rescuers. I am not looking to reinvent the wheels by running another conference for shelter management. There are plenty of those. I'm not needed there. Where I am needed is with the the boots-on-the-ground. So that's why I'm recruiting people who volunteer in the shelters doing the work and know what their peers need. For example, Laura Cassidy, who works for the Maryland SPCA, and Stephanie Hives, who runs NovaCast and is also a shelter volunteer. She's been there at the local shelter for 10 years. They know some stuff, you know? Right. <laughs> two are going to talk about marketing seniors because they're both exceptional at it. And who better to learn from than your peers? Do you have Sterling Davis, I believe? I do. Sterling, uh, I believe he's one of your former guests, going to talk about how to approach people in communities where you are not necessarily the demographic and not necessarily welcome. For example, all these nice white ladies going into black neighborhoods trying to be low-key and not bother anybody when in fact they look super shady. And Sterling is going to help us understand the anthropological impact of that and the mindset of people who are suspicious of it. And they have honestly very good reasons for being suspicious. This has not historically gone well for them. Uh, One of the more interesting things he said to me about this is that he's met people who believe that microchips are tracking devices and surveillance devices. I mean, it sounds crazy to us, but these are the children and grandchildren of people who grew up during the Nixon era. And it's not completely insane once you think about it that way. And Sterling's going to help us with that Do you have anything about kittens or fear-free, any of those topics being covered? Yes, I have the National Kitten Coalition doing a talk on panleukopenia and kitten college. Uh, Marty Russ from the Animal Welfare League of Arlington is going to come talk about how they turned a closet into a kitten nursery. It's not a ton of money. They maintain their live release rate while increasing their kitten capacity. It's really great stuff. We have Arden Moore, who is an absolute treasure, doing a talk on Fear Free, specifically the shelter training program, which any volunteer can take. It's free, and it is an absolute treasure. And I uh, just started it myself, and I think that new shelter volunteers and even veterans are going to get a lot out of it. You said you've just started the program, but in essence, what is Fear Free? Fear Free is a set of practices for handling, behavior assessment, and I'm not sure what their preferred verbiage is, but generally how to be around and treat animals in a way that is mindful of their stress factors, mindful of their body language, and will prevent bites because we all know what happens to cats that bite, especially in a shelter environment creating an environment that puts them in that cornered state and then they have to do what they can do. And it's tough for any cat that has a bite history. It's a a very tough road to go after that. It looks like, too, you have quite a bit of support from the Cat Writers Association. What's their involvement? 
The Cat Writers Association will be curating a room of content on Sunday with their members. Their members have a very diverse set of skills, and I've been to a few of their conferences. I love it. They're a ton of fun. I've been a member for about two years, and I wanted to give them an opportunity to share what they've got with the world because their business skills and their savvy are not something that a lot of rescuers have. A lot of what we do is driven by passion, and as we all know, that does not necessarily mean business skills, so I want to help empower attendees with this wealth of information that they have. If you look at the roster, we've got how to create annual reports. We've got advice from shelter professionals on copywriting. <laughs> There's a lot. And also, Deb Barnes, who I believe is the president of the Cat Writers Association, was a past guest on the podcast. So you can always check out more about the Cat Writers Association by going to communitycatspodcast.com and searching Deb or CWA, or Cat Writers Association, and her podcast will come right up. Hey everybody, Stacy here with the Community Cats Podcast. And I just wanted to let everybody know that early bird ticketing is open for our 2020 online cat conference, which will be on January 24th through the 26th. So we will get together on the evening of the 24th with Chelsea White, who has a YouTube show that's perfectly awesome. And then we will be getting together on the 25th and the 26th for two full days of jam-packed information all about community cats and community cat programs. So this is a virtual convention for anyone who'd like to help community cats. Please go to onlinecatconference.com to sign up today. Also, if you'd like to become an affiliate as a fundraiser for your organization, the information is right there on the website, as well as sponsorship opportunities. So I hope you'll check it out. Go to www.onlinecatconference.com and we look forward to seeing you then. Hey everyone, Hooch and I are here today to talk about Dr. Elsie's cat litter. Dr. Elsie's cat litter is known to be the best litter on the market and Hooch agrees. Many of you know that Hooch was a foster cat of mine that I adopted while at the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. We did use the Touch of Outdoors litter as we transitioned him from being an indoor-outdoor kitty to an indoor-only kitty. I'm thrilled that Hooch found his home with me, but there were many times when folks would call me saying their kitty didn't use the litter box. I was also thrilled that Dr. Elsie's Cat Attract litter came out as it gave me a resource to share with others that was affordable and in most cases successful in keeping this kitty in their home. As a special benefit to Community Cats podcast listeners, Dr. Elsie's is offering a rebate up to $20 off your first bag of any Dr. Elsie's litter. Just visit drelsies.com forward slash Community Cats podcast to print your rebate or fill out the online form. Try Dr. Elsie's today and you won't regret it. So, Julia, are there a couple of other presenters that you'd like to share with us today? Yes, there are a few that I'm personally very excited about. And uh, this is one of those things where you do for others what you wish someone had done for you. That's where a lot of my content curation comes from. Uh, one that I'm super excited about is Christ Communications 101 with Mary Tan. I got to sit with her at the Cat Writers Association conference and hear about how she used to handle crisis communications for the city she lives in and handle stuff like tornadoes and dead bodies, people angry about cat adoptions who are blasting you on Facebook. She's going to teach you how to handle that because that's nothing compared to what she's seen. Uh, we've also got uh, Arden Moore doing Cat First Aid and CPR. That's a certification course, so you'll leave with a piece of paper. It's kind of a cool thing to have. Another one I'm very, very excited about is called Hitting the Wall Without Banging Your Head Against It. And it's hmm. about burnout. <laughs> and I think that's something that everybody, no matter where in their organization they are, 
or through your experiences has dealt with. And the two people that I have doing that one are Caitlin McIntosh from Cat Team 7, the TNR group, and Becca Zinger Tedder from the Peninsula area, the Virginia, Chincoteague, uh, Accomack County. Those two have had some very interesting experiences that are very relatable. We've also got Charmaine Yvonne from the Acrocats, teaching people how to train their cats, their foster cats, shelter cats, to do tricks that will make them more adoptable and improve the bonds that they have once they're in their forever homes. Wow, that's an incredible, incredible lineup. Now, this is the second year that you have held the Academy. How was last year's conference? It was full. <laughs> it was standing room only in the back. And it honestly, everybody who was there had a great time, or that's what they told me, at least. Uh, I got a ton out of it. One person, Laura Cassidy, who I mentioned earlier, got so much out of it. She brought so much back to her organization that I think they're bringing eight people this year. And she's coming back as a speaker because she wanted to contribute. And I think that is absolutely great. And that is the spirit of what we're doing is lifting each other up. It's helping each other. I don't care how many Instagram followers my speakers have. Our individuality and our experience is what we bring to the party. It's our value. You'll notice that there are no celebrities on there because I'm intentionally not booking celebrities. They have a platform. This was part of what inspired this. I'm incredibly good at what I do with adoptable cat marketing, but nowhere for me to speak. I couldn't even get a no thanks. So I'm realizing that other volunteers and other people who have so much value in this field aren't getting info or responses back either. And there's no place for them to shine. So we have to lift each other up, do what we can. And this is something that is within my ability. So why not? That's great. I'm so happy that last year's conference was successful. And I believe you have a venue that's like able to take twice as many people as you had last year. It is going to be a cat lady takeover. We are, we've got about 40 rooms rented, 40 hotel rooms, that is. We've got four lecture rooms going. We're only going to have three lectures going at a time. So if people aren't overwhelmed that we are stepping into the 21st century and using a conference app that's going to help people network and meet each other so you don't have to rely on staring at people's name tags and hoping for the best. It's going to be a lot of fun. So what's the date? Where is it going to be? And what's the cost? This is going to be January 17th through 19th. It is a three-day weekend, so you'll be able to hang out and enjoy uh, Virginia wine country that our hotel is surrounded by. It is near Dallas Airport, which is about half an hour outside D.C., and we're about 10 minutes away from that airport. And we are doing 120 for Saturday, 110 for Sunday, and 180 for the weekend. And there are a lot of discount codes floating around. A lot of people have their 15% off code, and that'll help them earn free tickets. You can learn more about the free ticket system on the website. And we have a 20% off group rate code. And uh, just email me, and I'll set one up for your group. That's wonderful. And are there particular sponsors that you'd like to give a shout-out to at this point in time? Yes. Dr. Elvis has been absolutely amazing. I am just floored by my experience with them. Uh, Gina Zaro, their marketing director, is actually doing a talk on how to work with sponsors as a rescue. There are a lot of unspoken rules and etiquette involved with this, and us rescuers will, will behave, we'll do what you want us to, but nobody is telling us what to do. And learning the hard way is expensive in more ways than just financially. So Gina coming and sharing that information with us is priceless, never mind that they've uh, financially backed this event. By the way, this event is self-sustaining. It is 100% volunteer run. Registration fees pay for the venue and all the overhead. Nobody makes a cent. This is completely a labor of love. 
And actually, uh, a shout out to Dr. Elsie's from the Community Cats podcast, too. They have been sponsoring the show for the last three months, and it's been a wonderful experience and wonderful relationship with them. And they are truly a very supportive company to many organizations out there. A big thank you to them. And Tomahawk Live Trap for bringing their incredible display and sharing the new technologies, like the new magnetic trap closure notification system that hooks up to your phone. I cannot wait for the rescuers to get their hands on that. So we're going to have all kinds of demos. We're going to have trap training, thanks to them, to get people who have never handled trap before to be able to figure out how they work and learn all the little tips and tricks from trappers who have been doing it for a while. Excellent. Tomahawk is also another great company out there that's very supportive and has also helped with the Community Cats podcast. So I think, Julia, you and I, we're swinging in the same sponsorship crowd, but it's just, it's good companies and that's what they are. So it's, it's excellent. If folks are interested in finding out specifically how to buy tickets, what is the website that they should go to? The academy.org has all the information you could possibly want and then some. So I'm going to change the topic here a little bit just to ask you while we have a couple minutes left. You are known for being an expert at cat photography, messaging, you know, how to get cats adopted through that. What sort of advice would you give organizations that are potentially struggling capturing these stories or what guidance would you give them to to motivate them to make that extra effort to get that story posted and get it posted in a way that will ensure that that cat finds a home? Keep it light. When you make people smile, they don't remember necessarily the words that you said, but they remember how you made them feel. And you want people to feel good when they see your content. That means don't post gore unless it is absolutely necessary. Uh, and even that is debatable because you will lose followers. And you don't want a reputation for making people feel bad. I can't even tell you how many pages I've unfollowed because it's just so depressing and you can only handle so much. But keep it light, make people smile, make people laugh tell stupid jokes, make memes out of your cat, post light, bright photography, and editors are free. Photo editors like Lightroom, it sounds intimidating, but it's really, it's not. It's a learning curve of maybe 10 minutes. Uh, use natural light, clear shots. You don't have to make people feel warm and fuzzy with schmaltz, but you have to make them smile or there's no impact to speak of. That's great advice. And I would also say too, that simple may be better as well as easier. Absolutely. Brevity is huge. People don't have time or interest in reading a dossier on every single cat. And remember that marketing is not adoption counseling. This is the highlight reel. That's all social media is for people too. The highlight reel, you share all the good parts and you don't necessarily omit the bad stuff. You're not lying, but there are some things that need to be reserved for adoption counseling, like their complete history. Julia, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? Yes, there is. Uh, when you go to the academy.org to get your tickets, you can enter Community Cats Podcast as a coupon code to get 15% off your registration. Thank you. That's generous. That's great. We really appreciate that. My pleasure. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Could you repeat that again? So if there are folks driving that they might hear that link again? Theacademy.org. Click on tickets. And when you go to buy in the upper right-hand corner of your ticket selection screen, there's a link that says enter promo code, enter Community Cats Podcast, all lowercase, and it'll take 15% off your one day or weekend passes. And remind us again the dates of the conference and where it is located. January 17th through 19th in Dallas, Virginia. Well, Julia, I want to thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest on my show today. And I hope we'll have you on again soon. Folks that are listening, thank you so much for tuning in to the Community Cats podcast for 2019. I can't believe we have another year 
of podcasts recorded. I think we are at about 332 episodes. So thank you so much for joining me. And I hope you'll consider sharing this show with others and become a subscriber of the show. We're really trying to build up our exposure and our downloads and you are part of that community. So thank you so much and really appreciate having you with us. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Community Cats podcast. I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes, leave a review of the show. It will help spread the word to help more community cats. 